Yes, yes, welcome to episode two of Harlan Keeps Talking with Mac alongside my co-host Mac. What's up, man? Hey, good morning, world. How's it going? How's it going, my brother? It's going good. What's up with you, man? How's everything going? How was your weekend? It was good, man. Went hiking over in upstate New York. Um, you know, went on a little road trip. We're supposed to go to Puerto Rico. Things didn't go our way, but we made the best of it. Had some fun. A lot of good games were on this weekend. Uh, got to catch a lot of them. How was yours? It was good, man. You know, spent some time with the family. All I did was watch sports every, t- every time I took a chance because that's all I love to do. But it, it was good, man. It was good. Um, before we get started, I just want to I wanna let the people know we really appreciate the fact that anybody who tuned in to listen to us this week, we had a specific goal and we reached that goal. We're not going to say that goal because that's something personal to us. And every week we have a goal, but to everybody that took the time out and listened to us and gave us that feedback and that criticism, we really much appreciate it because we're not going to get better if we don't listen to you guys and what you guys recommend because we all know you're just helping us on how to improve our show. And for those who haven't listened to our show, that just means you're giving us more time to win you over and give you that pure, raw sports content that will allow you to come to the dark side and join Arlen Keeps Talking with Mac and subscribe and follow on Spotify, Apple, and the whole Bam, what you think, E? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to send out a shout out and a very much appreciation to those who shared the link, um, who tuned in to the many different platforms where this show was uh, being broadcasted. Um, those who shared the links on uh, Facebook, who shared it on Instagram, I appreciate it. We definitely see you. To those who haven't tuned into the show yet, wait, we got something coming for you. We definitely got something coming for you. It was just a warm up. Just a warm up. Today is Kobe Day, and for everybody that knows me, I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan. Kobe Bryant's my favorite basketball player. I'm a diehard Celtics fan, but like everybody had that basketball player as a kid. Yeah, and mine was Kobe, and I have Kobe top tier right the same place where I have Tom Brady, and also a happy belated birthday to Kobe Bryant, A24, Black Mamba. May he rest in peace. We already know what happened. I don't want to get too much in detail. No. I'm one of those people. Let's celebrate Kobe's life. And I tweeted this yesterday. I feel like everybody who's in the NBA playoffs, every team should be forced to wear Kobe's just for Kobe Day or on Kobe's birthday. No matter what brand you're signed to, just show that love to support because most of the kids that play in the NBA now, yes, kids because they're mostly our kids, grew up idolizing Kobe Bryant. No, definitely. Uh, happy belated to Kobe Bryant. Um, if not the GOAT, one of the GOATs to uh, ever play the game of basketball. I have him ranked out. Uh, it's like 1A Jordan, 1B Kobe. He's my GOAT. You know? Um, I understand. I, I started to appreciate Kobe later on in his career. Um, that mentality, that work ethic. He calls it the mama mentality. You can call it whatever. As long as just that, you know, always come to work, always put in your best effort, never give up that never say die attitude. Um, I, I appreciated that mentality of Kobe Bryant. It resonates with me a lot. Um, I just want to say, you know, happy birthday, uh, but happy belated birthday to Kobe. Happy Mamba Day. Kobe, you're never forgotten. Rest in peace, Gigi. All right. This weekend was full of NBA games, playoff games. Lots. Lots of games. Good, great. This was about to get real. Mm. I said a series was going to go seven as soon as I saw it. That is the Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Clippers. You did. Did you see what Lubica did? <laughs> Game four. Man, listen. Game four. I don't want to say Luca's coming because Luca has arrived. Luca's been here. He's arrived. Luca's been here. This was here. his first playoff series. Though. Yeah, but look what he his did last year. Playoff series, year. you know, he he's proven he's ready for the big time. Luca's been here. You, you see what he did? Game four, overtime. You know, amazing, amazing. That's big time moment. Right Reggie there. Jackson guarding him. You know, gives him a little crossover step back. Game winning three. I mean, I don't understand why uh, Reggie was uh, guarding him during that last shot. I mean, we all know who should have been guarding him, but that's not no knock on Kawhi because Kawhi been doing his thing. It don't matter who's guarding him. He hit the shot. Luca arrived. This man, I think, if I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, and I'm pretty sure I'm correct, he had 43 points, 17 rebounds, and 13 assists. Just ridiculous. He had more rebounds than assists. Ridiculous. And just like, and I want to know him. Because game one, everybody felt that game one of the series, the calls were being given to the Clippers. And I felt that. In game one, Kristaps Porzingis got ejected over some little soft push to Marcus Morris. And Marcus Morris, he, he, when he was in Boston, I never liked him in Boston because he was a tough guy. And the guy only, he, to me, he's a ball guy. He just wants to shoot. But something soft, and then Kristaps gets 
ejected from the game, which allowed, I think that just ruined the Clippers' momentum in game one. Definitely. I mean, the Mavericks' momentum in game one. Definitely. You know, because then the Mavericks came out in game two and spanked them, right? Mm-hmm. In game three, Clippers hit them hard. But game four, game four was one of the best playoff games I've ever seen. And to see Luka, a 21-year-old kid, step up like this, and I said Luca's gonna need some help from Porzingis. Lucas can't do. Luca can't do this by himself. He's shutting me up because he can't do this by himself. He you saw what he did today. No, definitely. He put his team on his shoulders. Um, he put his team in a position to win the game. Uh, and you, he showed. You know, you put him in. A, that was a clutch moment. You know, to shut down the game, shut out a game. That was a clutch moment. That's what you look for in your star players. And he showed up when he needed it the most. And you know who's not showing up? Paul George is not showing up. That's another big reason why uh, the Mavs are in the position they are right now. Why this this series is so competitive right now. Kawhi, for all intents, he, he's doing what you expect Kawhi to do. Kawhi's playing. Um, he when you when you need him to be clutch, he's making those shots. He's he, he's doing what he needs to do. Paul George is just not there. He has the nickname Playoff P. I was like, who gave them that nickname? I don't know. I I watch basketball all the time, and I found out two days ago when Charles Barkley was making fun of him. That he was called playoff P, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's never reached the finals. I think it was like his second year, third year in the league. Yeah, he reached him and the Pacers. They they had a great run, but they faced the Miami Heat, couldn't get by LeBron. But then when he was with the Thunder, he got set home. And then ever since this playoff series started, he has he hasn't shown up. So my thing is, if I said Luca can't do this by himself, but what it seems that it looks like. Kawhi can't do this by himself because if Paul George was half of Paul George in some of these series, in these games in the series, I think the Clippers would be up three one right now. I agree, I agree. Uh, Paul George has been non-existent. I mean, he had like I saw one layup that went in towards the end of the fourth quarter, and that was it. Um, yeah, he he hasn't been, he hasn't been playing up to par, um, and I think you know Kawhi Leonard is doing what Kawhi Leonard can do, but ultimately. Even if you get past the Dallas Mavericks, you're going to need a lot more out of Paul George if you want to make it deep into these playoffs. Because right now, Dallas has them on the ropes. Dallas has them on the ropes. I still think that the Clippers are going to win, but the Clippers are going to win to seven. But, Paul George, you got to show up, man. This man got you out of OKC. He wanted you to team up for him for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't let this man down because Luka is still in the show. And he is taking your shine away. And, man, Paul George. Luke is already better than Paul George. From what we're seeing, he's only in the second year in the league. And he's doing this. Luke is already better than Paul George. Paul George, I mean, don't get me me wrong. Paul George, he's a proven name. He's proven what he can do. But in the playoffs, he needs to show up. I think what Luka did last night, and if he keeps on with this playoff run, if they can eliminate the Clippers, he's going to be put as a top five player in the league. Oh, he's on his way to be a GOAT status. Young GOAT. He's a young GOAT right now. That's too much, man. Especially he, he's a young GOAT. You know, to be GOAT in this league, you can't take, you can't even afford one finals loss just because you know Jordan's the pedestal, right? Yep. And look at anybody that gets that one finals loss, you're ready to get sent all the way to the basement. It's hard, and it's hard to dig yourself out of the basement. No, I'm not saying he, he he's, but he's, re- he's definitely on the right track. He's definitely on the right track. He's starting off good. All right, let me pass you the ball and let's get into the Boston Celtics. Woo! We my said man, it. Jason Tatum. We said it. We said it. I, we said it. It wasn't gonna be easy. I didn't say it was gonna sweep. be easy, but I, I, I had the Celtics winning the series. Man, it was a clean sweep, and the Sixers looked tired. And B only played if the game was close. He looks like he was having. He was getting annoyed every time. It, it was just. Oh my God! You had Tatum, Jalen, Kemba, Kemba. Like Kemba got his first playoff series win. Yep. Camel got his first. And I don't even want to talk about the Celtics right now because we knew this was going to happen. But what's going to happen with the Sixers? They got a high payroll that their head coach is going to get fired. Yeah, he's getting fired. Even though, I mean, you have to look at the whole You have to look at the whole organization. It's just not on him. The problem is when you have so much talent. He has to be the scapegoat. Someone has to, someone has to take the blame. And I get it. You, you want to put the blame on the head coach. But getting rid of the head coach isn't going to be – that's not going to solve your problems. My thing is – they shouldn't. They should have fired him last year because the problem is they've never reached a conference finals. Mm-hmm. Never and reached a conference finals. I understand. I mean, look, look at what Jimmy Butler's doing right now in Miami. You got rid of him last year. He he was he 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 balled out for you last year in the playoffs, and you for some reason chose not to bring him back. It's, 
It's, now, now Ben Ben Simmons goes down. Who do you have? You got just got Embiid. And that's and I think one of the mistakes was they let JJ Reddick go. That as well. That you, as well. you have no shooters. You have you brought in Al Horford and hey Sixers, thank you because the Al Horford <laughs> money became the Kemba money, and Kemba shook them up in Game Three and like the final two minutes, yep. gave them a little poo poo as mm-hmm. I like to say, and. And I just kept on saying, yeah, Kemba got your money. Thank God we didn't pay you. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But, man, these Sixers, they really don't know what to do because the first year of them healthy, they lose to the Celtics in five with no Kyrie. Yep. The second year, they lose to that devastating shot by Kawhi, the bouncing in the rim. And then this year, no Ben Simmons, and they get swept. Yeah, swept, I know. Swept. I mean, Embiid is still a he's still a top player. I, I can't like, stand Embiid. I like Embiid. I mean, he's shown. I mean, when he when he's motivated, when you put him on the right team, he can play. But right now, he he's not he's not going to. But but look what you said when he's motivated. So he needs to be motivated to play ball. Some players like, you need to be motivated to. to play ball. As in, like you're there. That's your team. They're making it seem like that's your team. And you're not picking up your team. You're complaining. You're asking for the ball in the post, but you, when you're not getting it, you're being a crybaby. Like, and then he didn't, he wasn't happy with the whole bubble situation. Like, did you even want to play in the first place? You were crying last year. How about this year? You get me? Like, valid point. Valid point. Uh, this is why I don't. I feel like Kobe said Shaq could have been the greatest player ever if he had the work ethic. I feel like Joel Embiid doesn't have the work ethic. Definitely doesn't. He thinks the, the time is going to come. And Big man, it. talented, might not want to work hard when the time calls for it. Um, but, I mean, definitely a talented guy. He just has to be put in the right situation. And like I said, firing the head coach is not going to solve all your problems for the 76ers. You have a culture problem. You have a monetary problem. You have a lot of people that you have to pay. And you don't have enough talent right now. Man, they're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have mm-hmm. to figure it out. On to the next series. This series really disappointed me. Um, I was really disappointed by this series, man, because it was a series for uh, grinders, hustlers, rough riders, the Miami Heat, Indiana, Indiana Pacers. Indiana, T.J. Warren was a gentleman that I said that was averaging like 30-something points in the bubble. And this man has not showed up in the playoffs. And I watch these games, and I feel like he's scared to take the shots. He's scared to be assertive. He's scared to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's Victor Oladipo's team, but I'm pretty sure if your team is down and you were and you got the hot hand going into the playoffs, I'm pretty sure Victor Oladipo will prefer you mm-hmm. to take them shots left and right. You know, and then shout out to Miami Heat, man. They shooting, they driving, they hustling, they playing defense. They're they're not taking it for granted because they know who they got to play next round. And we all know who they're going to play next round. And it's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. It's going to be Milwaukee Bucks. Indiana's up. I mean, Miami's up 3 nothing, And they're looking to close that out today. Miami's ready. I think Miami's been ready since the beginning of the NBA uh, for this season. Anybody who said that they didn't think uh, the Miami Heat weren't going to be a good team wasn't paying attention. Uh, they added Jimmy Butler to, to the to the equation, who is balling right now. Um, he's carry, play, they're playing very good defense. Um, they're ready. They're definitely ready for the Bucks. And Jimmy Butler hasn't even been shooting the ball that well. But when they need a bucket, he gets it. But he's been playing outstanding defense. defense. Tyler Hero, clutch shots. Was it? I was watching on uh, Game Two. Um, it was what uh, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Thursday, and man, they were just. Fire on fire on fire. They were not missing nothing. I feel like every time the Pacers got the lead down to 8 or 10, here comes the heat. Another three-pointer. And just like, I feel like the will, it's out, man. It's like, come on, Indiana. Like, I wanted a fight, and you're not giving me a fight. It's like, and you can tell that they're trying, but, like, they're not trying hard enough, man. They are just. Miami's just a tough team, especially you got Jimmy Butler. Uh, I think he made seven, 17 for twenty, uh, th- seven for tw- seventeen for twenty uh, free throws, um, twenty-seven points in thirty-seven minutes. I mean, uh, not really much Indiana can really do. It. This series is over. <laughs> it's over, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not coming back for three nine. So mm-hmm. Miami, prepare yourself for the Bucks because you're gonna play the Bucks for the next round. Let's move on. As I said, Miami's gonna play the Bucks next round. Before we get on the Bucks, I owe the Orlando Magic an apology. I owe him one. This is the only one you're going to get from me. 
I said we didn't even talk about that series last week. No, nope. because it was gonna be easy. I think somehow, some way, the Magic got our podcast because, uh yeah, the Magic beat the Bucks by like twenty in first game of this first game of the series. I think everybody expected this to be an easy series, and I think Orlando they came in with that chip on their shoulder, like, oh, you think you guys? Are, everybody's playing in our home right now. We're in Orlando, like this is where we play at. All right, this is uh, this is our home. Uh, you're not just gonna take us lightly, but I mean, no one really expected to go that and, far. And it's not. Anyway. So I think I think it's gonna be a gentleman sweep because um, the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks. Whipped them in game two and whipped them again in game three. And I'm pretty sure they're going to whip them again in game four. Call it a gentleman's sweep. Maybe the Bucks weren't ready to play that game. Maybe the Bucks weren't taking Miami. All the I elite mean, teams. Series. All the elite teams. I don't know if you noticed. I mean, they've been starting off slow. No one's been. No one's had a hot, uh, a hot start. So I think everyone's just now getting into their rhythm, getting that momentum going. Um, I think maybe some teams might have caught some teams off by surprise in the beginning. But. Any team that you expect to go further is going to go further. Do you think it might be because most of these, like, number one seeds, they're already seated, and, like, they weren't playing the best players. Yeah, Yeah. they're comfortable getting the rest. They're rusty. It's a possibility. Because, man, I've never – but I think think Giannis gave gave them a wake-up call. I don't like Giannis. I made it clear I don't like Giannis, but when he needs to rally his team, he rallies his team because I'm pretty sure he rallied them after they got their butts whipped Mm -hmm. in game one because game two, game three, like I said, has been – Beatdowns. Yep. Beatdowns, beatdowns, beatdowns. And like I said, from what it's looking like, it looks like we're going to have the Miami Heat versus the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors versus the Boston Celtics. And that's the series we're moving on to next. The Raptors, we knew they got that. It's it's just no disrespect to Brooklyn. I call Brooklyn guys scrubs. They also shut me up too because, you know, they play with the hearts out. I've seen games where they're down by 10, 15, 20 points against the Nets. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, against the Raptors in the playoffs, and they're they're making the run. They're competing. I respect that, and I, I can't wait to see the Brooklyn Nets team next year with a healthy Kyrie and a healthy KD. I think Kyrie's gonna play the whole next season because <laughs> KD's playing. You get me? Yeah. I think Kyrie. I think Kyrie could have played this year. I think he's like, oh, maybe the season I'm not gonna win nothing. I'm gonna make up an excuse or something. Because I mm-hmm. think ever since Kyrie left Boston, Kyrie feels like he can do what the hell he wants. You get me? And yep. without KD, like, but now that KD's coming back, you know, hey, I can, I won't be surprised if he plays 75 games and doesn't get injured next year. What do you yeah. think? No, I definitely agree with you. I think there'll be some uh, some motivation for next season. But as far as this season, oh, man, Toronto has all the motivation right now. Has all the motivation. Because they feel, a lot of people feel they can't win without Kawhi. And they're proving everybody wrong. They're proving me wrong, to be honest with you. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I didn't have them as a top team. I'm like, okay, Kawhi Leonard's gone. Shut me up. Dude. Them boys can play basketball up in Canada, huh? Yeah, I'm not a big Raptors guy either. Hey, I don't, I, I'm not a big Raptors fan my, either, but, I mean, my eyes, are, my eyes are seeing what my eyes are seeing. It's going to be a big challenge because they got the Celtics, and the Raptors do give the Celtics some issues, but I feel like not being biased because you, you have Toronto – Going to the conference finals to play the Bucks. I do. I have the Celtics beating the Raptors, and I think the Celtics are going to show that yes, we respect what you guys did, but you guys ain't going nowhere without Kawhi. I think that's what they're going to show. Listen, Jason Tatum's going to have to. He's going to have to repeat what he did in this first series. I think he will. He's going to have to repeat, but at the same time. You're playing a a Toronto team. They're not going to be like the Seventy Sixes. They're not going to give you those But you can also passes. make the argument. They're motivated. The, like you, the like Raptors you said, are playing the Nets with no KD and no Kyrie. I give you that, but they've also been playing like that all season. Okay. They, they've been playing like that. It doesn't matter who they're playing against. They've been playing like that all season. So this is something. If it was just a one-off, I would tell you, okay, maybe. But this is something they've been doing in, night in, night out. Right. Night in, night out. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not overlooking them. I'm not overlooking Toronto anymore. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking uh, listen, I'm taking the home my team. My heart is with the Celtics. I'm going to be rooting for my home team, but if we don't get passed by if we don't get passed by Toronto, it's not gonna be no shame in that. Toronto's a real good team. Man. You know what? We'll say that for for when the next round starts, all right? Let's, Let's still talk about this round. Um the Houston Rockets are up two one on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yep. I'm also disappointed in the Thunder, but I'm going to give credits to the Rockets, right? 
The reason why I'm disappointed for the Thunder is because Chris Paul, this is your squad. This is a squad that traded you to OKC because they feel like you're going to do it. They feel like you're a liability. Mm-hmm. And then you go down 2-0, and then they won yesterday. They, they won on Saturday, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And they put up a fight. I give it to them. They they put up a fight and, but man, I hope because I, I I think the I said I got the Thunder winning this and I think this is a series I can go seven mm-hmm. if the Thunder steps up. But it took overtime yesterday for for the Thunder to beat the Rockets, right? Chris Paul played like forty one minutes, twenty six points. And you know what's scary? That James Harden hasn't been shooting the ball well this series, and the Rockets are still finding a way to get the job done. That's what I find impressive because before it would be James Harden shooting like the ball 40, 50 times mm-hmm. to get a dub and just to lose. The fact that James Harden hasn't been shooting the ball well and the Rockets are still finding a way to win these games. Without Westbrook. Without Westbrook. Why bring Westbrook back in this series? You don't need you him. You don't need him. Rest him. Rest him until the next series. You're going to need him for the rest of the playoffs. It took the Thunder to beat you in overtime. Yep. It took the Thunder to beat you in overtime. If I'm the Rockets, I'm sleeping good. No problem. I'm sleeping good. Yeah, I think uh, the Thunder might they'll be lucky to get one more win out this series. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, but I doubt it. I have the Houston Rockets uh, gentlemen sweep. Gentlemen sweep? Gentlemen sweep. Gentlemen sweep. All right. Let's move on to the second last series, the Jazz and the Nuggets. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Conley's back. The Jazz, they put a statement. That's the same thing. Game one, that game one was that game one was amazing between that fourth quarter and the last two minutes between uh, Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. They went back and forth. Game one, mm-hmm. shout out to Donovan Mitchell by the way. He dropped fifty-seven points. Yep, most points all time in a playoff game by a Jazz player. Second was Karl Malone, so he passed him. So when you're passing the mailman, one of the greatest players ever. In a playoff game, that says something about your performance. These young, yeah, these young players are showing up. Oh, they definitely these are. These young players He's are showing, showing up. up. There's a lot of the NBA is gonna be fun to watch. And he plays with a huge chip on his shoulder, mm-hmm. so they've been showing up. And that's another game that went to overtime. And then they bounced back, came to game two and beat them. And then game three, they just put the whooping on them. Right mm-hmm. now, I feel like the Nuggets after that game one dub. I feel like they felt like they had the blueprint to beat the Jazz. Nah, you don't got it. No. The Jazz the Jazz looks like you wanted more. You, you, the Nuggets are scared to throw the ball in the paint because Rudy Gobert is there. I look at Nokola Jokic, and he, he just like, man, it's like he's lazy. Like, it's like, to him, it's like, whatever, man. I need him to, like, man, you're big, man. You lost this weight. You got stronger. Like, yo, go on. The, don't let Rudy Gobert on you, man. That's what's going to happen. And just, like, Mike Conley's back, and Mike Conley looked like Steph Curry and Ray Allen put together, missing all these, sh- making all these threes. And I'm like, what are we doing here, man? You're a much better team than this, man. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, no. I fully expect the Utah Jazz to close out this series. Uh, I got to go on 4-2. So, I believe, I believe the Denver Nuggets could win another game. I, I, I but... I get the Jazz winning. Man, it's just man, I, and I got the Nuggets winning, but I give credit when the when when the team does their thing. But the Nuggets, they, come on, man, you guys gotta step it up. You guys gotta step it up, man. And just we'll see we go from there because if you're gonna play like that and you somehow get by this round mm-hmm. to the next round, don't even try it. You're gonna get sent home. Getting sent home. Don't don't even try it. All right, I, I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for this one. Portland. Portland and the Lakers. Game one, I find they slapped the Lakers in the mouth. I feel like the Lakers didn't take them serious, just like the Bucks didn't take the Magic serious. But look at the past two games. The Lakers came out to play, right? And in different ways, too. Different ways. And I'm being nice, and I said six. Six games, I said. But in reality, I have the Lakers beating them in five. So you got this as a gentleman's sweep? I got this definitely as a gentleman's sweep. sweep. I still got, uh, I'm still giving Dame and them a shot. You could give them all the shot they want. Not, not, not a shot to win this. You series. sound like you're like a little puppy dog. Because no, no. last week you was like, "Oh, they're gonna bring it. They're gonna bring it. No, they're they, they, bring they it. definitely bring it. Dame is still bringing it. It's still Dame time. Don't get me wrong. Dame is still coming. You're in. down two one, and they had the game it's close yesterday, and they choked. It's two one. That's it. You, you act like the series is over. It's not over. It's not over, but right. it's about to be over because. Listen, if they win tonight, if the Lakers win tonight, I'll say it's over. But 
I got I got Dame and them winning tonight. Let me tell you something. The Lakers are going to win tonight, yeah. right? And then it's gonna be what three one, and then the Lakers are gonna win Wednesday night. And I sound like a big Laker fan. Trust me, I'm not. Is that I just hate. I just hate the simple fact that we're comparing an eight seed to a one seed, but this eight seed would have been. It's not your normal eight seed. Yes, it's not your normal eight seed, but it's like y'all just got back together now. This team's been balling like this the whole season. Y'all slap him in the mouth because Anthony Davis had a bad first game. I didn't slap him in the mouth. Everybody slapped him in the mouth. I'm just you saying. said they're going to bring it. They I'm, haven't brought, they, I'm saying they're going to bring it. I mean. Port- Port- shit. Portland has been the hottest team in the bubble. Bro, yes that's no. in the bubble. When yes you have no. these, this is my thing with the bubble, as I made it clear before. Half of these wins, I give them the credit because they they were playing every game like an elimination game. Every game was an elimination okay. game. Okay. But, very important key, they were playing teams that weren't playing with half of their starters. That's not their right? fault. You play with So, look what happens when you're playing with teams with their full starters. You're getting your ass kicked. They came out game one, and they slapped them. They punched them in the mouth. They mm-hmm. say, hey, we're here. Lakers responded game two and game three, and they're going to respond game four. LeBron has never lost in the first round. This is not going to happen now. I believe I believe that's true. I believe he's not going to lose in the first round. But this is a wake-up call. This is, not your, this, is not the, this is not the Western Conference from back in the days. You better wake up now. This ain't one of you're gonna just breeze through it like you did your Eastern Conference. This is your first time playing in the Western Conference playoffs. They're all gonna be hard. LeBron better take this series as a lesson, and throughout this whole playoffs in the Western Conference, wake up. What is there to take seriously if you took it seriously already, man? It's just like I think you're hyping up this Dame train way, way, way. Too hype. Much. There is no hype. It's all real. There is no hype to that. He listen. There is no hype to Dame. The the hype is real. He has a dislocated finger. We're going to see if he's going to be Kobe now and shoot like crazy. Because Kobe is a king of playing with broken fingers. You see Kobe play with three taped up fingers so many times. But, man, I think think people woken up uh, uh, a sleeping giant when they started saying that the Trailblazers actually have a chance to beat the Lakers. It's just... Man, you're going to have to come up better than this because Dame, CJ got a bad back. Dame has a a, what, a broken index finger. And then they lost Zach Collins, Zach Collins for the remaining of playoffs. And it's like, and you, you can't expect to throw in the towel. But, man, this is for everybody that said this was going to be a hard matchup for the Lakers. No, it's not. No, it's not. We'll see tonight. It's you're acting like the get like the series is only is already over. It's it only is two one. It it's is only two one. Shout out to Dame. Shout out to Melo. Shout out to CJ. Y'all not beating the Lakers. We'll see. And it's Kobe's birthday today. So you think? And they wearing these special yeah. black Mamba jerseys tonight. And you think they are gonna give up that L to Dame? Well, personally, I said at the beginning of the season. I said at the beginning of uh, this year. I want the Lakers to win just in honor of Kobe. But you I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm not a LeBron James fan. But for the memory of Kobe Bryant, it's who I want to make it to the finals. However, what I'm going to tell you is this is not going to be an easy playoff run. It's not. Okay. I just And there's some motivation for tonight's game. You know when they did the whole memorial service and all that? Yep. You know who's, you know the Lakers lost that night? Was it Trailblazers? They lost to the Trailblazers that night. Kobe service. They got whooped. They got whooped. So I think it's going to be some motivation for the Lakers to uh, win tonight, 3-1, and then win Wednesday and put this whole underdog crap to rest because this is not going to happen. This is not going to happen, and we're going to have the playoffs that we wanted to. All right. Let's kick things off right. Let's kick things off right, man. Mac, I'm going to pass it to you. Yes, sir. I'm passing for a touchdown because that's all I throw. It's time to break down the NFL South, South Divisions. Let's go. I'll run it back. I'll run it back. Right? Right? So we got the AFC South and the NFC South. All right. Let's preview these divisions. I said we start off with the AFC South because, you know, it's going to okay. be a little debate with the NFC South okay. between me and you. Okay. So. Okay. So right. who, who you liking? Who you liking the AFC South? Oof. Um. So you, I like Tennessee. Okay. Um. They just read up Tannehill. Yeah, read up Tannehill. You still got Derrick Henry. Um. Offensive line is pretty good. Um, defense is pretty solid. Um. 
they 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 had a, they had a, uh, they had a, uh, some offensive line depth, you know. They drafted one and they signed one. Yeah. Um, you know, Mariota's gone, Dan Luce is gone, Delaney Walker's free agent. Mm-hmm. You know, they did sign Henry. They let go of Logan Ryan. I wonder why. Very good safety. I still out there. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't bring him back. Um, I say they don't even make the playoffs this year. I I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think Tannehill had the one year. One and done, good year. I know. I, I think they have a chance to fight for the wild card spot. You know how every team now the, the NFL has added that extra wild card spot yep. to uh, each conference. I think they have a they have a chance. Um, I don't think they're gonna win the division, but they have a chance. So I, I have them coming in second in that conference. Really? I mean, that, in, in that division. Yep. Um, I know people. I, the Jaguars are gonna come in fourth. Okay. Uh, I, the Jaguars are last. I don't think you're gonna disagree with that, are you? No, but I, I like I okay. love I like Minshew because he got heart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but th- so does Dame. You don't like him. I know, but exactly. Yeah, but cut we, that, we all know. Cut that underdog story oh, out. Okay? You're right. You're Let's right. But Let's we cut all, that underdog we story all know, out. We all know. Because the Jags, are, the, the Jags are who we thought they were. We all know all they're right? gonna come in fourth. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Indy, they added Philip Rivers. Now, Indy's a very underrated team because I think they um, J- Jacoby Brissett. He's no scrub. He can play. We've seen what he can do in New England, um, and I think. He showed to a degree what he can do in Indy. You know, he's a, he's mobile. Um, Philip Rivers is a stationary quarterback. He's still that. He hasn't. He hasn't. The NFL is in a transition now where you have to be mobile and be able to throw the ball. Philip Rivers is still stationary. Defenses are gonna know. Okay, he's just gonna stay in the pocket and throw the ball. And I know how much you hate the way he throws the ball. It's not the Philip Rivers of before. Um, so he's a stationary quarterback. He's not adaptable. So. I, for that, I have Tennessee coming in second. I have the Indianapolis Colts coming in first. You are out your mind. I am damn sure. Over Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because the, the people's champion. The, the Colts, people's favorite. The Colts have a better <laughs> roster overall. Do you think so? Yes. Do you think? I think. Defense-wise, offensive-wise, yes. So, I know Houston, they got rid of D-Hop, which I think mm-hmm. everyone think it was a crazy yeah. move. But I think what they did um, after that was they gave – Deshaun Watson a more balanced offense. They, I think he they're more balanced. You know, you, you got. But well, you're speaking Cobb. about balance because that's why I feel like the Colts have a better balanced team that fits Philip Rivers. I think this is going to be Philip Rivers' comeback year because you got the right coach and the right system. You know what I look at when I look at the Colts? I look at a boring team that knows the ins and out of football and knows the balance of football. Either we're going to run the ball. Gonna, the he was with the Chargers. Let's be honest. That Chargers team was dynamic. You had Keenan Allen. You had Melvin Gordon. Y'all Austin. Yeah. You, so you, know, you, you can tell when you look at the He had the pieces team. there. So why But I'm saying, like, you look at a team, you're like, this is a team that needs a mobile quarterback like a Justin Herbert. That's why they drafted Justin mm-hmm. Herbert, right? But I will talk about that another time. When you look at the Colts, you look at a team that's going to play action, run the ball, passes to go deep, that's why they got this offensive line. The offensive line they didn't give Andrew Luck. They're giving it to Philip Rivers. Yep, they did. They're giving it to Philip Rivers. So I think this is going to be a comeback. I hate the way this man throws the ball. The past few years, I, I we used to watch games together. It used to be like pick, pick, pick. I used to say that all the time. But better system, better coach. Listen, you know what Philip Rivers is going to get you? What? He's going to get you. An uh, interception in the end zone? In the end zone. Okay. Game over. Interception. Well, be, okay, he might do it. He might do it. He might do it. He might do it. Uh, he threw a pick. <laughs> it's what he's known for. I mean, we, we've watched these games for how many years now, Arlen? How, how many times has it come down to that? But it's the same thing you can say about the Houston Texans because... No, you cannot. You yes, cannot you can. say the same thing yes, about, you can the because, thing about them. Yes, you can because... Not because of quarterback, because they're stupid at coach. Their stupid head coach trades their number one receiver away. And I agree with you with that, but I think for a, a for a hurt running back, a running back that I had so many chances to draft him in fantasy year, but I say, man, this guy is always injury prone. Ever since he had that one monster year with yep. Arizona, he gets picked top ten in fantasy every year. David John, yep. And he gets hurt, and now he's with Houston, and Houston trades their number one receiver for him. And they get Brandon Cooks back, and so he's solid. And, you know, they added Randall Cobb. They had a couple safeties. They didn't beef up the offensive line because they got Larry. No, yeah. They didn't beef up the offensive line. They think Larry Tunsil was enough. That's not enough. And their defense, they're, they're, not even their defense, their secondary suspect. Mm-hmm. Right? So, fine, you have the people's choice, the people's great, whatever the hell you call him. People's Sean champion. White, whatever the hell he is. It's going to be the, way the hell he is, right? <laughs> All this is 
gonna say this. All I see, and I got love for him. I'm gonna say I have see little Deshaun Watson just running around for let's his be life. Let's be honest. Yes. Allen does not like Deshaun Watson. I really. like Deshaun Watson. He is an Alabama man. No, I respect Deshaun Watson because <laughs> I feel for personal reasons he did not get drafted number one. And that's I keep that to myself. But he should have been the first quarterback off that board, not Mitchell Trubisky. The thing is, the head coach that he plays for is an idiot. Mm-hmm. He's the GM and the coach. And you're going to trade your number one receiver. Your number one receiver has great chemistry with the quarterback. And you're going to trade him. Yeah, I, I can't get into the details of uh, why he traded him. Because uh, I don't know the background or whatnot like that, but I do know he did make a. The team is more. It seems more balanced, you know. David Johnson. Let, 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 I guess the the jury's still out on him. We don't know. Can does he still have that spark? Can he still give you a little bit of what he gave you back in Arizona? If he could do that, then I think they that they they improve their running game. You have different options now on the receiving game. You're not just throwing a D hop, throwing a D hop. Brandon Cooks is solid. Brandon Cooks could get you 1,200 yards a season. And he drops passes. He does. If he doesn't go over the top, you have nothing. D-Hop goes over the top, he's gonna plays get in the you, middle, plays the he's slot, gonna get you plays a solid, the outside. He's going to get you a solid 1,200 to 1,300 yards a season. Randall Cobb, very good in the slot. I've never seen Brandon Cooks catch a ball with his hand. He Like, the ball likely. Like, he lands can, between his forearms. He catches the ball again. real weird. He uh, does, he does. He, but he catches it You think he's scared to catch it with his hands? Like, he might drop it. Like it's going to hurt his fingers or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. I know he, he he he's a solid producer. He's very solid. He's not D Hop nowhere near DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins. But when you throw him in the mix with uh, Will Fuller, you throw him in the mix with uh, is uh, he still there? Yeah, he's still there. When you throw him in there with Randall Cobb, you have a solid team. And Deshaun Watson is always going to give you a chance to win, regardless. I think Deshaun Watson right now, I have him in my top five as quarterbacks. What? I have Deshaun Watson as the top five quarterback. As the top right five now. quarterback right now. Not a, right now. Coming into the season, I think he's a top five quarterback. Wow. Wow. So with that said, and he, they are the defending AFC South champions. To be the man, you got to beat the man. So until then, wow. I got them. Are we talking about the same team that was up, what, 21, 24, 9 uh, to, to the Super Bowl champ, Kansas City Chiefs, and they blow that lead Listen, in s- 10 minutes? Yeah. Right? But, but we're, talking about the same, we're talking about the same Kansas City Chiefs who were down against many teams in the playoffs and won. I know, but that proves my pe- point to the head coach where you have them winning that division, where I have Andy I winning that division. I don't have them winning the conference. But you have them winning the division. I have them winning the division. And you have the, t- the Titans in two and Indy in three. Yes. So you think Indy is going to be below 500? Yes. Wow. Wow, so you believe in that Tannehill magic then? Because if you have woman too, then you have you're giving some respect that you'll take Tannehill over Philip Rivers right now. Tannehill is actually a lot better than oh, people give man, him credit stop for. Stop it! Who was his head coach before One that? Years. Who was his head coach? Uh, bitch ass Adam Gase. Yeah, bitch ass Adam, Adam Gase. Gase. He he has like this thing where he's a coach who brings out the worst in players. Have you seen his eyeballs? It's like this creepy <laughs> shit ever. Like, do you know who Le'Veon Bell was before he went to the Jets? Yeah, I do. Right. But you have to remember, the Jets don't have nobody besides Le'Veon Bell. You know I mean, who's he throwing the ball to? Ghosts. <laughs> Ghosts. That's what Sam Darnold's saying. He's throwing the ball to Ghosts. Ghost. So it's like, uh, who are you going to throw the ball to? No, nah, but yeah, I'm still going with Houston Texans. Man. T, we wrapped up this division show early because he's trying to get into the NFC South. I'm not trying to. You're trying to get into the NFC South because I think you're trying to get me worked up already because you're saying... <laughs> Deshaun Johnson's Deshaun Watson's in your top five. He is you know, in my top five. Yeah, smoking bananas. Who's in your top five? My top five. Yep. And and, and being being realistic, not being biased, like being realistic at the game. All right, realistic. Right my now. top five, right? And no order. Russell Wilson. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. And oh, that's a good one. My top five right now. Matter of fact, you know what? I'll give it to Drew Brees. I'll give it to Drew Brees. I will give it to Drew Brees. Okay. I'll give it to Drew Brees. I'm going uh, in no particular order. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson, Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Oh, my God. Lamar Jackson's the MVP right now. How can you you not? That's for another another day. Like, you're really trying to get me going right now. I got Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, um, and then I got Drew Brees. 
We're gonna get into this real quick because I can't wait for this. I, I really can't. Uh, uh, let's do it. I really can't. All right, so let's just start off with the two bottom teams, okay? No, we know, wait, wait, no. Scratch that. Scratch we're, that. We're gonna debate the first, the one and two. No, no, no. Scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch I think we, that. We're gonna wait on that. We're gonna wait on. No, that. I think that's how we. Let's I get it out a, the way. I have a real big issue with your top five. That's why my I'm top five wait. quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going a little bit off topic because I, I have a real big issue. Y'all hyping up a man who ran most of his whole damn MVP season. He couldn't be stopped. But quarterback's not only running. Let's be real. I told you this man had an elite defense. Not his fault, his credit. Had an elite defense. He has a great head coach. I respect his head coach. Anybody who has the last name Harbaugh, I respect him. And this man was given an MVP for running the damn ball. Oh, he had 37 touchdowns. Yeah, half of the guys were 10 yards open. He this man. Oh, he won all the guy. Yeah, because you guys were up like 24 to nothing. That's not. That's not. His, that's not his fault. But y'all saw in the playoffs versus the Titans when they were down. And I told you this: don't don't let this man trail, because he's not bringing you back. I saw it against Los Angeles Chargers last year, and the same thing as the Titans. Mm-hmm. This man can't throw the ball for shit. He throw. I'm cursing now. This man can't throw the ball for shit. Every pass that he throws is a wobbly ball. This man, man, do not talk to me that he's a top five quarterback. The book is out. How do you beat this man? Make him, make him down 14 points. Force him to beat you with his arm. If that's the book, then more teams need to start reading it. They can't do it because this was just like because you know why? Because you know what? You know what's gonna happen? Because I, every I, 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 I agree with you. Every team knows what he's gonna do. But, you but can you it. stop him? But don't tell me he's a you, like top five quarterback because he can run. He he puts his team in positions to no, win. No, his games. team's putting position in his team no, put him in no, positions. Yeah, yeah, did, did you really watch his games last year? Yes, I did. Alright, so there was coverage on those teams. On on his receivers, there was games. Half of the time. There was games where his receivers were covered. You know what I did? They I, knew that he was running the ball. And guess what he did? He ran the ball. You knew what was coming to you. You knew what was coming to you and you couldn't stop it. Half of the time. Half of the time, and I did this because if I, if we knew we were gonna get into this, I would have brought this in. I, I I I took the time. I think this was like three or four weeks ago. I took the time and I saw every touchdown this man threw, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know the number off the exact top of my head, but I felt like sixty percent of those touchdowns, the receiver was more than ten yards open. That's great, huh? That's so what I'm design. saying when it was yes, that's my point exactly. The receiver's more than ten yards open. I'm talking about if you need him to if you need him to thread a needle, he can't do that. If you need him to throw a deep ball, he can't do that. If your team is if your team is trailing and you need him to do a drive, he's not doing that. He's not doing that. So, so do not. It's yo, a great thing that he he rarely has to do it. Then somebody said to him, uh, somebody hate him. Oh, I bet you they're gonna buy the new Madden. Yes, I'm gonna buy the new Madden. I pre-order. I get Madden every year. Yeah, in the cover. Shout out to you. You're in the cover. But don't come at me that Lamar Jackson is a top five quarterback. I'm not hearing that. I have I'm a not top hearing five that quarterback. shit at all. He's a top five quarterback. Yeah, then you ain't gotta like it, but that's what I think. He's a top five quarterback. I'm top Peyton five. Man, and Peyton Manning is the goat, and he's a top five quarterback, right? That's how you, that's how you feel. I do not feel that all way, right, but that's how you right. feel about Lamar Jackson being a top coming five into this. Season. And then, and anybody that hears this to have a problem with this, get at me. I'll tell you personally, and I'll kill you with the numbers. Like the man is not a top five quarterback. Coming into this season, he's, he's a top, a top five, five runner. He's a top five runner. He can run, too. He, he's probably the best runner in the so league. Right? Stop him. Tell teams to stop exactly. him. Exactly. Oh, my God. There's more than quarterback than just running. So, Arlen, mm. so what, what, what's the key to stopping Lamar Jackson if the, it's that easy? The key to stopping Lamar Jackson is take away, the, take away his outside options and force him to run in the tackles or force him to throw. That's it. Don't let him run to the outside. So once he gets in through the – now, if you're a linebacker and you get juked by him, that's a personal problem. But mm-hmm. most of these runs are from the outside. Stop I him. see a lot of bootlegs where – Everybody's going right, and we know he's running the ball. Al Michael says it. Tony Romo says it. Here comes the bootleg. The left side is clearly wide open for a reason. There's no lineman on the left side. Everybody's on the right side. What does that tell you? You're not going to give the ball to Mark Ingram. They're going to run the damn ball. It's not that hard to figure out. But I've never played football, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Yes, I have never played football, but I can see what the hell I'm seeing. This man's going to run. So you can see it, but... Let I, me ask you something. Let, let me let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. So if you can see it, I'm pretty sure the defensive coordinator uh, look like and it. the other coaches can see it. The problem is you can see something, but can you stop it? I've seen teams play... I've I, I seen teams play um, on the third and one and play listen, a zone against them. Why are you going to play is, zone against them? Listen, so, the I mean, right now, I don't even have to go by my opinion. The NFL top 100 players believed he is. So when you got your own colleague saying you're the number one player, that speaks a lot. 
Stop it. Stop it. That speaks a lot. I bet you he's not even top 10 on that list next year. We'll see. I guarantee you he's not even top we'll 10. See. You make a lot of guarantees. I guarantee you will not okay. be top 10. Man, let's get into the NFC South. Let's do it. Let's get into the NFC South, right? These are my rankings for NFC South. Bucks 1, Saints 2, Falcons 3, Panthers 4. You switched right? on that. Huh? You had the uh, you had the Panthers 3, didn't you? No. No. Never. Never. Come on. You yeah. see the squad that the, the Falcons got? The, only, the, the reason with the Falcons is that they're boring on offensive play call, calling. They run a lot of play action with a slow-ass quarterback. Man. You got Julio Jones. You got Calvin Ridley. They just added Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley got something to prove for himself. Let's say, yeah. I think they're, they're very underrated. I think everyone's looking at the Bucks. Everyone's looking at the Saints, me and you included. I think we we, 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 we difference on who's number one who's number two. But I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Atlanta Falcons right now. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And if if people sleep on them, it's going to be Bucks one, Falcons two, and Saints three. <laughs> I can't stand the New Orleans Saints. I don't care if you can't stand can't them. Stand but, but but let's be objective. This is supposed to be non-biased. It is right? non-biased. Y'all give Drew Brees too much of a pass. It's ridiculous. No one's giving Drew Brees. Everybody a pass. gives Drew, Drew the dude, Brees a pass. For every, I, I, I can't remember. It's how about to be long. eleven years since he I won can't the Super remember. Bowl. I can't remember how long, but every year he seems to be breaking some type of record. I don't give a damn but, about the record. But we're not even gonna go by that because you know why? I can actually prove to you why the New Orleans Saints will be better than the Bucks next okay. year. Okay. Right. I can why? actually do that. Why? But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna why? start with I'm gonna start with number four. Okay. I, I have um, Teddy Bridgewater. He, great quarter, quarterback, solid quarterback. He's all right. He's no, not a solid quarterback. Okay, he, he's solid. not going to lose. The word great. He, here's my thing. I, he, I didn't say he was great. I said he's a you solid. You said great. I said he's a good quarterback. You said solid. great. I don't know if I... There's playback on this. You're going to be like, you solid said great. A good, solid to good Whatever. quarterback. What, what it is, he's not going to win you your games, but he's not going to lose you your games either. Right? So last year when Drew Brees missed those five games... Now I'll give I give Bridgewater his due. He didn't lose those games. The defense balled out. They the did. New Orleans Saints balled the hell out. They balled the hell out. They went out there. They stopped Russell Wilson. They stopped some top quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater did not put them in a position to lose. I don't think if the Panthers are they're going to come in fourth, but it's not going to be Teddy Bridgewater's fault it's because they don't have enough around him, right? Now I have the Falcons. I have them going ten and six, but still coming in third in the division. If that makes sense, they're going to go ten and six. And be still be third in that division. Because they're, they're going to beat the Saints twice. Yeah, I'll try. Mm. Anyway, you have Todd Gurley, who he's not who he used to be, but he's still pretty damn good. Still a pretty damn good running back. You still have Calvin Ridley. You still have Julio Jones. That's a damn top two uh, receiving team in the league. And Matt Ryan, um, for as much slack as he gets, he still, he still puts up pretty good numbers each year. Um, but I still think the competition within that division is, is too elite. I mean, I have – he's uh, – Matt Ryan's like in my top-tier quarterbacks, top-tier two, um, but he's not He's not up there. Um, in third, I got the Bucks, right? I got the Bucks. Uh, I'll tell you why. So no, that's unbiased, but okay. I got the Bucks. Oh, that's biased. Excuse me. Okay. I got, no. them, I got them in second. I mean, who, who would ever put them in? I would. C- come on. The squad is overall crazy. Okay, I, I give you that. They are talented – on offense, and you know what their problem last year was, was their interceptions, right? Their interceptions. Who was throwing them? Jameis. Okay, okay. I, let me get to my point. Let me get to my point. So Jameis Winston, he he played horribly. Well, not horribly. He he threw. He's one like one of like the few quarterbacks to throw for five thousand yards in the season. But you also threw for thirty interceptions. Tom Brady last year, I believe he only threw for it was twenty four and eight. Right, so that's 22 less interceptions. So obviously that makes your team a lot better. You take that, you add in Mike Evans, you add in Chris Godwin, you have your two other tight ends along with Rob Gronkowski, who I think is going to be more of an Antonio Gates type position. He's not going to be the same Rob Gronkowski everyone think he's going to be, but I think he's going to be. He's that safety blanket for Tom Brady. Tom Brady and all. Let me just get this out the way, right? Because I think what Arlen's going to try to do is going to try to say that I'm be smirching Tom Brady that I don't think he's the GOAT. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I am a New England fan. All right? Tom Brady's the best quarterback to ever play the game. However, he's in the Saints division. Right? So even with all those weapons that you have on offense, let me start off with why the Saints will win the division. One, they got defense. Right? They don't have a bump defense on that. You have Marshawn Lattimore. You don't believe Marshawn Lattimore is a problem? Go down to Tampa and ask Mike Evans. He's a pain in the ass for Mike Evans. All right? Now you take Chris Godwin, right? So Janoris Jenkins is now the new cornerback for that side. Who was the cornerback last year? 
aside from Malcolm, uh, aside from Marshawn Lattimore. Can you tell me? Wasn't Eli Apple? Eli Apple. Okay. Eli Apple. You know what his uh, passer rating was allowed? Tell me. 107. Okay. So when quarterbacks were targeting Eli Apple, their passer rating was 107. Janoris Jenkins, you want to know what his passer rating allowed is? 70.3. That is a hell of a upgrade. Hell of a upgrade. Now, who's back there for safety on the Saints now? Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. Another upgrade. Now, you take that with the defensive line and my man. My other man, my other favorite Cam in the league, Cam Jordan, led the league last year third. Actually, he was third in sacks. Tom Brady going to have a problem because Cam going to get at him. Your man Cam's going to touch him. And I love Tom Brady, but be prepared because you, Tom Brady doesn't have the best offensive line. He doesn't. The Saints defense is why the Bucks offense is not going to be – the Bucks offense is going to – they're going to play some teams and they're going to beat some teams. The Saints aren't going to be one of them. However, I do have them splitting it. I believe, I believe the Saints will win one game and the Bucks will one game. Will win one game as well. But the Saints defense is equipped to play against the Bucks offense. That's just the defense. That's just the defense, right? So we named all those all those star players on the on the Bucks offense, right? A lot of star players. You would say that, right? Yes. Michael Thomas is better than all of them. No. Michael Thomas is a better receiver than Mike Evans. No. Yes, he is. I'm not you you are kidding me, A. Eh? Now, now we're being very biased. I'm not giving him that. We're being the very biased. Do you know who, who was the number two receiver on the Saints last year? Last year? Who was it last year? Ted Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn Jr., he was. So you, that means to tell me, you, and be realistic, offenses know who the ball is going to, right? Mm-hmm. His name is Ken Guard Mike for a reason. You can't guard that man. That man's going to catch the ball regardless. You, you can know who the ball is going to, and guess what's going to happen? He's going to catch that ball. He gonna catch that ball. Mike Evans is a better receiver than everybody on that Bucks team. Now you take that and you add in Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. Now you say Emmanuel Sanders is old. Ted Ginn, you, Ted Ginn Jr. was very old as well. Right around. This is my thing. Right around. Yes, it is. Okay. So hold on, let me finish. Okay. Because I know you're gonna ramble on all day. This is the same right? ramble. Go. Right. Go. So now you you take that and you add in Emmanuel Sanders to Mike Evans, who can be guarded. Right around. You're right. You're right. If it's more than twenty yards, it can be guarded. If it's ten, he can't. But he can't. It doesn't matter. I'm saying, if it's, it doesn't matter. If it's under ten yards, he can't. You know, be guarded. he okay. he had for almost seventeen hundred yards last year. Second place wasn't even close to that. Okay. Second place was not even you're, close you're to what right. Michael Thomas was you're doing. 100% right? right. And one hundred and forty nine receptions in one year. That's ridiculous, eh? That is ridiculous. So you can say everything that you want to say about the Bucks offense, but. I'm going to take that, and I'm going to one-up you with Michael Thomas. Okay. Michael Thomas. Jared Cook is no bum. And who, who, who's on the Bucks? Who, who's running the ball for Bucks? LaShawn McCoy. This isn't the Eagles' LaShawn McCoy. This isn't the Bills' LaShawn McCoy who, who, who was let go and traded to them. This is the same LaShawn McCoy who was, dra- who, who, who was taken by the Chiefs, like year, the Chiefs last year. Okay. The Chiefs last year. And they let him go. Because you know why? He, he's not going to help them win the Super Bowl. It's been a seven-minute uh, so rant. So you take... You take LaShawn McCoy and you and you compare that to Alvin Mc, uh, Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Okay, you just want to break down the whole roster. Yeah, so this is my roster thing. to roster, and then on top of that, you have Drew Brees, who's still in your top five. This is my thing. Drew Brees is in my top five for the season. When it goes to the playoffs, he chokes. He chokes. I, I wouldn't say he chokes. I think last That's an excuse. Last, last year he was, choked. Last year and then the, and then year the two years and the two years before that, he okay. he, he, he did everything. So the year games. before. He did everything. The year before when they got the no call, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he have your chance to win that game in overtime? And he threw the pick, but they, they should have no, won whoa, that whoa, game. Whoa. No, 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 no. He no. should have won that game. They should have won that game. But the All thing in. is, the thing is, <sighs> the thing is, they should have won that game. All but the thing is, All the in. opportunity to win the game was still there. And he didn't do it. And then last year, he didn't do it. I just gave you stats. And then, and then he was. He I was, just gave you stats he, on why the Saints are better. He was tit for tat. He was tit for tat. No, not even. Case Keenum was tit for tat against this man. Then the Minnesota Miracle, tit yeah. for tat. Yeah, but that's tit not his tat. fault. That, 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 that's all, that, that's on the Saints defense. Drew Brees doesn't play so defense. Wait a no, 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 no. Case Keenum was matching up Drew Brees tit for tat, right? Yeah, that's on the Saints defense, right? That's on the Saints defense. That's on the Saints defense, right? Drew Brees did everything he could in that game. But no, he didn't. He, he could have done more. He won. He, he came back in that second half. 
he let the he let the Vikings defense up. Still lost. Minnesota miracle. I think they listen. The experts would agree. That y'all give Drew Brees a lot of passes. No one gives y'all Drew give Brees. the Saints teams a lot of passes. No one. Cam Jordan, all he does is talk, talk, talk. Yeah, because we got the goal, Drew Brees. Now nah, your goal chokes on you. You choke too against the Vikings. I don't want to hear it. It comes overall. Oh, they threw thirty picks. We got Kamara. This and that. Guess who wasn't throwing the ball to him? Brady's not throwing the ball to him. It makes a big difference. Does it? Oh, it makes a massive difference, right? It makes a massive difference because. Last time Tom Brady played Drew Brees in his house, Tom Brady lit him up. Prior to that, Tom Brady beat his ass again. So it's like, and with bumps. What bumps. And now you're giving him a full squad of motivation. And you mm-hmm. really think, man, the Saints are hoping, the Saints are hoping the Bucs don't get in the playoffs and they don't have to play him. Y'all give too much passes to this bum. He is a bum when it comes to the You know the what coaching. I hear? I hear a lot of bias talking. I don't hear no bias. Facts. What do you mean? Y'all, it's the same thing. Y'all give. He does the same thing that Payton did. Payton broke a lot of records when it comes to the playoffs. He choked. This is the same thing, too. This man hasn't won a Super Bowl since 09. A lot of people haven't won Super Bowls. Uh-huh. Russell Wilson hasn't won a Super Bowl in a long time either. Yeah, but the simple fact, we're not talking about Russell Wilson. There's we're talking about lot of, Tom Brady. A Super Bowl is hard to win. Drew, Drew Brees' division, which is before. Drew Brees' division. For now. And then Brady's going to say, ha-ha, this is my shit now. Bye-bye, because all you do is... Tr- so, if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, mm-hmm. you can't give this man no more passes. I'll give you one more pass. But everybody gives this man a damn pass for no reason. Oh, because he does this. He breaks every record. He breaks this. He breaks that. But he got one ring, and every time he gets the playoffs, what? Number one defense or the number one offense, the man chokes. Number one, he didn't have the number one defense last year. He hasn't had the number one defense in a long time. Matter of fact, a lot of time years, out, a lot of years. Let's be real. Let's be real. He he had very suspect okay, defenses. Okay, but Drew then, Brees actually. You know what, yo? But the, the city of New me, Orleans, the city of New Orleans owes Drew Brees such a gratitude for putting so so much garbage defenses me. around him for so long. You just finally, told me last they, year that finally, the defense carried no, Brees. Fi- no, 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 I did not. What did you, you say? You, you could run that back. I what said when Drew Brees. Uh-huh. I said when Drew Brees was out for five games, mm-hmm. they carried Teddy Bridgewater. So he didn't have a defense. Uh, he ca- so last year he did. Okay, and so then, last year was the best shot to win the Super Bowl. Yes, it, it, it was a shot. Yeah, I don't think it was, it was the best shot. Oh, they still have a shot. Did this they year. had a better chance winning Listen, it the they, year before? They, they took what they had last year and they even better this year. You think the right now, right last year, what they went thirteen and three. So and right they lost now, in the first round. So to right now, I got to the Kirk Cousins. Right now, I got the Saints anywhere between twelve and four to four and two, fourteen and two. That's what you got now. Yeah, twelve anywhere between twelve and again in the first round. Twelve and four to fourteen and two. I got the Bucks at ten and six. I got the Falcons at ten and six. I got the Panthers at two and four. You got the Saints choking again in the first round. No, I don't. That's what, I, that's what Actually, I they're my Super Bowl favorites. Your Super Bowl favorite? Well, your Super Bowl favorites last year too. Yeah. And the year before. Yeah. And guess what? They all choke. Yeah. They well, all choke, right? I so still this is what I mean by passes. They're still, they're still the most talented team. I don't give a damn. They can, it don't they're mean nothing. Well, Cleveland, Cleveland's one of the most talented teams, but Cleveland can't even get yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, but who's their, who's their coach? Okay, but my point is, yeah. you, this is your Super Bowl pick every year, and I feel bad for you because they hurting you every year. And for those people who know Max not says I'm biased, but he's being biased too because he does show up to my home with a Drew Brees. I will do that, and I will do it the first game of the season as well against Tom Brady. You know why? Because I'm not a bandwagon fan. I'm not a bandwagon fan. Right, Tom Brady's the reason why fan. I watch football, and Tom, Re- Tom Brady's the reason why I, I watch football, football because I love the game of so football. I'm, but I'm telling Tom Brady's the reason why I watch football because mm-hmm. that's the first player that I started watching. So I'm going to support him, especially the fact that he left New England the right way, and we all know why he left New England. But we're not getting into that because. Once the season starts and Tom Brady takes the division away from Drew Brees, not give, he takes it, mm. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to say, ha, 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 what this man did in New England. You're so used to it that he went to Tampa and he did it there again. Going but we'll see. Six. Hmm? Ten and six? Ten and six. At best, maybe 11 Fine. Ten and six. As long as he makes a wild card, I guarantee you. He plays Drew Brees in the So if Tom Brady plays Drew Brees in the playoffs, you're taking Drew Brees over Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh my God! I am not rooting for the. I, I am sorry. No, don't, don't get me it's wrong. I want to make this perfectly clear. I will not be rooting for the Bucks. I don't care if Tom Brady's on that <laughs> not team. Rooting. I am not picking the Bucks. You got one game. Listen, if Tom Brady is on the Bucks, I'm gonna make this. Uh, okay. I want to make this very clear. I'm gonna say it very slowly for you. 
If Tom Brady was on the Patriots, I would take Tom Brady. But because Tom Brady is on the Bucks, I am not a Bucks fan. I am not rooting for the Bucks. You got Tom one game to take him to the Tom Brady. Tom Brady have a great season. I genuinely wish that you make the Pro Bowl and you shut these people up. But you're on the Bucks, and I will not be rooting for you. Because this is a place for the Who that? Who that can kiss my ass? Who that? Who that can kiss my ass? Who that said they're going to beat them safe? Them chokers, because they chose any chance. Who that? They chose Who that said chance. they going to beat I, them I safe? Just, I just know. I'm going to be there. I'm going to give you a shoulder to cry on. I'm going to be laughing. <laughs> Listen, week one. Out. I can't go to the because my plan was mm-hmm. I was gonna go to the Superdome Good. and I was gonna watch Tom Brady and Drew Brees play because I think honestly we're at the end of their era where the the, the new guys are coming up mm-hmm. right so you're not gonna see very much too many Drew Brees. We're at the end of the Drew Brees era. Drew Brees. But we're at the end of the Tom Brady. Ah, uh, we'll see. We, 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 we're definitely getting there. We'll see. We're, we're definitely getting there. Um, but I wanted to be at the Superdome to watch that game happen. Unfortunately, because of the situation going on with COVID, I won't be able to do that. But I will be at Arlen's house with my number nine jersey, with my color rush jersey Whatever. of the Saints, screaming on who that nation. Let's go. Quarterback, quarterback Let's go. chokes every time you put the team who in the Who that said Whatever. they going to beat them Saints? See, that sounds like a bias. Let's thing, get right? it. All right, let's move on. I can knock this one out of the park and we can wrap up. Let me pitch it towards you. I got a rant. I got a rant. I got a rant. I got a rant. I saw something this week that really pissed me off. What was that? This is a superstar. His name's Fernando Tatis. Dominican oh, yeah. kid. Baseball star. Okay. Monster kid. This dude is like every chance he comes up to the plate, it's literally the chance of a home run. He leads the league in home runs, batting average. No, not batting average. RBIs, OP, the whole, everything. Uh-huh. He's like... This dude is like, you don't watch baseball like that, but this is the type of dude that you're like, you need to watch him because every second he's doing something. He's stealing third, stealing home. I think I've seen this story. I think I know where you're going. So, I th- uh, so it was, I think it was Thursday night or Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, they were playing the Texas Rangers, right? The whole series they've been whacking on, like double digit leads, this and that. So, there's a lot of unwritten rules in sports. One of them in basketball is that if you're up by 10, 15, whatever, if you're up a good lead and you have the ball with 20 seconds left in the game clock, you're not shooting the ball, shot clock is turned off. You're just not going to shoot that. Just to your respect the opponent, you get me? Yeah. Baseball has a lot of written on the rules that you don't show up on a home run. Like, if you hit a home run and it's barely like a cheapy shot, mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like you should be staring at the ball, you know, because it barely got out. Run your ass off. Mm-hmm. When you hit a bomb... You better look at that shit because not everybody hits bombs. Like, if you hit a bomb that because le- a lot of these ballparks are outside. They're next to the river. So, if you hit a bomb and the bomb leaves the ballpark and it lands in the ocean, man, you better take your sweet-ass time and looking at that shit because that's a bomb. Mm-hmm. That's a bomb. So, there was this unruh- unwritten rule that I did not know about. And I'm a baseball guy and I watch a lot of baseball. Like, yeah. a lot of baseball, man. And this unwritten rule... That I just found out about really pissed me off. So, like I said, they were playing the Rangers. Yep. And they were up by a lot. Right? And they were up ten to four at the time, right? And this was uh this was um when was this? I'm trying to remember here. This was actually Monday night, excuse me. Monday night. Right? So if basically loaded Fernando Tati comes up to bat three balls and no strikes. First pitch, right down the, uh, the the fourth pitch, right down the middle. He swings at it, boom, hits a bomb, right. Now everybody's mad at him because they're up ten four, and he swings at the first pitch, mm-hmm. right. So that's his manager. What do you think about that? His manager gave them a signal to take the first pitch, which is not swing at it, because the other team was very upset that he did that because they were up so long. They called it bush league. They got they can't even apologize for it because he's just playing the game for fun. His own manager. Didn't defend him, but his own manager was part of the Texas Ranger organization for like 15 years, right? That is bullshit. You know how many times I seen that same team, I think it was eight, seven years ago against the Baltimore Orioles, scored 30 runs in a game. That same week the Houston Astros were playing the Seattle Mariners, they scored 10 runs in a game. So you're going to tell me because this kid hit a home run on a three-yard count, that's his fault, that he shouldn't do that, he, that he should let you get back into the game? No. That's stupid. Yeah, that sound, it just sounds like a bullshit. Rookie. Why don't you just blame? Why don't you blame your whole pitching staff for allowing so many runs? Why you exactly. blame your your pitcher who allowed the home run mm-hmm. for throwing all these balls that forced him to throw a fastball right down the middle on a three zero count? I mean, and, and, and let me uh, let me ask: 
I, don't these players have like incentives to have like so many hits, so many exactly. So so it's in the player's best interest to hit as many uh, home runs and all that uh, as he can, so he can get paid. But right they came out with a commercial last year saying let the kids play because baseball so focused on these old timers mm-hmm. or these stupid. Uh, there's a pitcher that plays for Arizona, right? His name is Madison Bumgarner. This guy swears he's the toughest guy. He's one of the biggest pussies I've ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. Because. Whenever they hit a ball off him, and whenever he strikes somebody out, he's pumping his fist. Yeah, yeah, this and that. But when they hit a bomb off him, he and the guy's staring at the ball, he tells him, go run the first base. Jeff and ask the first base, and it's like, really? Really? But when you strike me out, you do it. These unwritten rules, man, is so ridiculous. That's why basketball, they let you, man, they let you do whatever you want. Football, now nah, football's open to more dancing. Man, let these dudes play. Let them have fun. Your best player is Mike Trout. He's the best player in the league, and the dude, he says it, he knows he's the best player in the league, but he doesn't act like it. You know, he just plays the game the right way. He doesn't like the interviews. It doesn't. I find, I respect that. But now you got a player who's probably going to be the next five years. He's going to be the face of baseball. Yeah. He expresses himself. He got the long hair. He got the swag. He got the cleats and all that. Like, like kids are going to end up copying his baseball swag and you're making him apologize for playing the game for having fun on a 3 0 count you know what rule I do like it's called uh, you don't want your opponent to score stop him stop him stop him you don't like it too bad stop me so, from doing so it so let me ask you something that game was 10-4 at the time right yep. so what happens if he takes that first pitch and the next pitch he grounds out right and the Texas Rangers come back because it was in the 8th inning I believe yep. Texas Rangers come back and do six or seven runs from the eighth and ninth inning. Texas Rangers, oh, they're going to blame Fernando Tatis. Why he didn't swing out two straight fastballs? So we're supposed to allow them to come back. Sounds like a bullshit on It's just ridiculous. And now the music's playing. I got my rant off. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll be breaking down the AFC and the NFC North next week. And we'll be talking about hopefully the second round of, play by, of the playoffs. I hope you guys, everybody, have a great week. Guys, safe to work. Whatever you're listening to, subscribe and follow Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Anchor, whatever. Have a great day, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.